cooking that whack a flock of flame. I ain't come to play no games. I got hunger pains. These underground hoes running them trains. They be running them brains. On me can't be running them brains. Birds for the streets, they be eating them grains. Challenging me, boy, you're moving insane. Moving insane. Girl, you're moving insane. On me can't be running them grains. Birds for the streets, they be eating them grains. Eating them grains. What's wrong with your brains? Where's my peas? Run it. See your math, don't run it. Enemies come, I bun it. Make me sick, vomit. Mountain climate summit. Trying to be the goat in public. Got a podcast I published. Can't come on my way if you're not established. Where's my peas? Run it. See your math, don't run it. Enemies come, I bun it. Make me sick, vomit. Mountain climate summit. Trying to be the GOAT in public Got a podcast I publish Sideways ting, crabfish With the sheep I'm a wolf and he mingle with sheep When I'm trying to eat Plot the land while they sleep I like my stack to look neat Krispy cream from my treat Only traps when I beat No scandal deceit Scotch bonnet call me Bo Peep Blowtorch bring the heat no shade, bring the leaf. Minawa, no gnashing of teeth. Omni is my belief. Bonafide to the knees. I bring the honey like bees. Where's my peas? Run it. See your mouth, don't run it. Enemies come, I bun it. Make me sick, vomit. Man in climate, summit. Trying to be the goat in public. Got a podcast I publish. Can't come on, wave your established. It's my peas, run it. See your math, don't run it. Enemies come, I bun it. Make me sick, vomit. Man in climate, summit. Trying to be the goat in public. Got a podcast I published. Sideways ting, crabfish. Rah. I'm gonna mistake the piss. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever we are on the face of the earth today, and welcome to the Trumcast. It's been a while since we've had an episode. Um, we took a short break off. Um, we've completed our first ser- series, so this will be the first episode of the second series. Um, however, uh, we didn't know it was going to do so well, so we haven't got a lineup. So if anybody's interested, in jumping on the Trumcast with myself, then please do get in touch. My social is at L-M-I-C underscore H-E-A-L-A. And yeah, definitely drop us a DM and yeah, we can get it sorted. And today we have an absolute fantastical special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, what a wonderful welcome. Thank you very much. My name is Queen Slay and I run two networks, one called Slay Mentality, which is Slay Mentality on Insta. And I also run a music network called Off The Ends Music. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Excellent to have you on the show. Um, Could you please tell us a little bit more about those uh, wonderful projects there that you mentioned? Um, just so our listeners can get a bit more of an idea of, of what they entail. Absolute pleasure to have you on the show, by the way. Thank you for coming on. Of 
course, yeah. So uh, Slay Mentality started off as a page on Instagram where I could put posts to influence myself and motivate myself for the better um, on my healing journey. Um, I found that lots of other people were on the same kind of journey and I connected with quite a few people through having kind of mutual understanding of healing actual healing if you're honest with yourself and um yeah it's just gone from there and i've met as i say i've met so many amazing people yourself being one of them and um it's taking off now so we started our podcast for slay this week actually called light bulb moments it's on spotify and if you follow us on instagram uh slay mentality um basically you will come across the link there so go and check it out and run it up um off the end music probably comes from the fact that um i've lived in several places around the country and i love accents i love hearing music that has an accent from somewhere else and it just makes it so interesting like one of our hashtags is accents on fleek so i love that and um, I don't live in London at the moment. I used to. And uh, I find that like anyone where you say, oh, where do you live? Who's not from London says, oh, you're off the ends. And I thought, you know what? To us, you're off the ends too. So anywhere you there is off the ends, really. So it just made sense to celebrate music from across England, across the world, just by calling it off the ends and um, support the off the ends movement. Again, we're on Insta, so jump on. We're levelling up every time. We're trying to build a pod over there too. So if you're an artist who's off the ends and has something really cool to say, then holla. Okay, okay, excellent. So you've got some really good projects going on there. And, um, you know, I'm glad that you shared it with everybody so they know where to find you guys. Um, Also at the end, you can have another opportunity as well, just in case, you know, somebody may have missed it amongst the conversation as well if you like um so yeah definitely check that out guys um at the end again like i said we'll go through those those uh, links again for you and um also would you like to tell us a bit more about your um, background and you know just kind of a bit more what influenced you to take on these kind of projects hey my background um Well, we're Jamaican, both sides, and uh, we've been born in this country for, I'm second generation and I've got my daughter, she's third generation now, and we've been here for a while, man. Uh, My day job, I'm a teacher and I absolutely love it. I teach maths, music and English. Um, I'm also a music mentor and um, I guess I kind of put these projects together because one selfishly a little bit to help me with the slay mentality to start with slay mentality to me well it was a made up word something i made up it's just like just getting the strength back to take on life you know whatever it threw at me just a slay slaying of negative forces or anything that came towards me that i perceived as negative and kind of getting through that and helping myself to get back to who I was you know um uh basically I came out of a really rotten relationship and uh I totally 
put myself in that relationship and stayed there for a long time past the time I should have should have left and um, I kind of left with bits of me and a daughter to care for so I had to find a way back so um, between slay mentality putting that together and Buddhism is uh, what I attribute to the success that I have now um, with the music side of things, um, I've always been into music. I'm a qualified sound engineer, a producer, used to dabble a bit in the, a beer jungle MC back in the day. <laughs> if anyone knows about Manic FM in St Albans, mate, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that used to be us down there on a Friday night mantra. Big up Robert Parrish and all the Parrish family. So, yeah, basically... I've always loved music. Music's always been my escape and um, I've always wanted something to do with music. And I feel like now was the time was to put something like that together, really, just to um, support like the music around me. Because I just kept meeting lots and lots of music people and I just thought if there's a platform that I can make so that I'm able to promote them and able to kind of build it up into it. Well, before COVID, it was going to be an event and um, lots of things like that. But we're having to think laterally nowadays and trying to uh, manoeuvre around the restrictions and figure out how we're able to continue to promote people. So, as I said, you know, that's why we're trying to put the pod together. We had something that started just before COVID hit, which was called Switch Sessions, which was like a cipher. And um, it was just guys jumping on the mic and, you know, riding the beat and whatever. And, you know, just having fun for a little while. And it was um, supporting the youth in my area. And uh, it was it was just a joy to see them while out on the mic and just do their thing and just to be able to support them and work with local youth um, um organizations in order to put that on but then obviously covid hit and then we weren't able to continue it any further but um as soon as it lifts again i really want to put on another switch session so yeah that's uh coming to a screen near you i guess um yeah as i say probably from <laughs> what i've said already you get that i do a lot of things i do a lot of different things and i feel like because I'm versatile like that. I'm always busy. I'm always creative. I've always got something going on. And that kind of helps definitely with my mental health because if I'm not doing things, I feel very useless and despondent and I get into, I fall into depression in that way. And it's just terrible. Anyone that suffers with depression will know what it's like to try and emerge from that and trying to be productive and try to be motivated it's just you're fighting a losing battle it's like being in quicksand so I kind of have all of these things that I can go to so that I never ever feel useless and then kind of you know put myself back there so these are all therapy but things that also can help the community and you know help people out there Wow, wow, wow. You said a lot of amazing things there. Um, I'm just only hoping that I can kind of backtrack on everything you said so I can touch on each point. Um, I think it was amazing that you said that you're a teacher. Um, 
you know, I think that that definitely resonates through, um, you know, the very kind of uh, nurturing intellect that you have kind of thing that I think is very prevalent in the way that you kind of put together your words and, you know, your interests, so on and so forth. Um, so well done to you for that. And also um, the fact that you was a sound engineer. I think that is amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, I'd like to know a little bit more about that and um, may have to talk some business and I'm saying. But um, (laughs) because I would really like to have like a a sound engineer myself that I can kind of, you know, get in touch with and also like appoint to other people that I know are kind of on their journey and, you know, a sound engineer is always needed. Um, So I think that's so wicked that you have experienced so much different um you know industries and so on and so forth um and in terms of what you were saying about having you know different outlets um when you suffer from depression i think you know people that suffer from those things it's very important to uh have a variation of outlets because that's kind of what it's it's kind of a thin line between distraction but also um you know kind of recreating and rebuilding your life as well um so i think that was a fantastic point that you made that you know if you didn't have those things it would be a lot harder um to kind of you know get through each day and those are things that kind of keep you going and um essentially give purpose um i'm sure even to somebody that hasn't suffered depression um you know they feel the need to you know achieve something or acquire a skill or what have you in order to have purpose um you know so I think it's very important and I love how um you touched on that because it's a very vulnerable topic uh, but it's very very prevalent so you're into a lot of other interesting things um I've had a little look on your Instagram profile myself um, and I think you've got some amazing shots with uh, the body pain that you've got going on there. Um, so, yeah, people are always, you know, like what you said to me, they can feel free to check that out. Um, because the lady that done your body paint, I think she's done an amazing job. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so also, would you like to tell us, you know, what is your most memorable experience Um in your life and um you know what inspires you in general like going forward I know you said you know um you kind of use your passions to help yourself first and foremost but also to help the community and I really resonate with that so it will be interesting to know what is your you know underlying inspiration behind that what is my most memorable experience wow um that is a big big question um i think for me there are loads i've got loads and loads of memorable experiences and they are firsts whenever i've first done something or first mastered something and it's just wow you know firstly my mind went to obviously my first which i'll go over in a little while but One of the things that my mind went to are experiences with music that have moved me, you know. I think my first kind of 
foray into music that moved me was being part of the church and um my nan who's just recently passed she was very very spiritual and very involved in the church and i was because i was with her at that time and um basically just hearing gospel music and hearing people singing and lifting up their voices and being so spiritual in that way moved me and I learned to sing in the church and basically it's always been a thing of comfort for me to sing you know and um, I've been in you know several bands and stuff like that and it's kind of come and gone and it's been a very fragile gift that I've had that's just been a personal gift really I guess but that's probably one of my most memorable experiences kind of learning to sing and um, I think other memorable experiences connected to music have been with my mum I mean you mentioned earlier that um, about being a sound engineer and stuff like that it's a family business my mum is also a sound engineer so I remember her kind of getting all of her bits out for work and soldering at the kitchen table and stuff like that and just have music blaring and her doing some crazy dancing and it's <laughs> just happy times those are my happy vibe times and just you know when you look back and you think happy memories that's what they are for me they're connected to music and um, probably the first time I heard Jungle, the first ever Jungle tune that I latched onto, which was, um, oh my God, from my junglists out there, it was um, Prisoners of Technology, Trick, te- Trick of Technology. Oh my God, that song is still, I don't know what frequencies are in that song, but like they're my re- resonant frequencies. You know, I think, um, I can't remember what film it was where it asked you, what made you fall in love with hip-hop well that song made me fall in love that tune made me fall in love with drum and bass that instant when i heard it you know obviously i love hip-hop too and uh i think memorable experiences with hip-hop i went to a Wu-Tang concert and a, a crowd surfed to the stage and managed to get on the stage and dance and stuff and oh man that was heavy that was so good and crowd surfing man wow I can see why the, the celebrities do it it's amazing so I think um I think that's that those are my my treasured memories those things and the people I've met through music like the genuine people I've met through music and who've you know, who have vibed in the same way and I've looked across at them and they've got the same screw face on. <laughs> you know, them ones. But um, uh, um, in terms of first, um, basically when I passed my my degree and I got first and I did, I literally did my hit dissertation on hip hop and I couldn't believe that they really got it. They got what I was talking about and I was just over the moon to pass I was in a really really mad state of my life I was I was uh commuting from the home counties to to London every day and staying down there and then waking up on a sofa doing my work coming home having a part-time job coming coming back home do you know what I mean and doing it all again for two for 
for two years and then I kind of had to six months off and then I'd done another um, year and a half and I passed and I was just over the moon about that. Um, proving something so huge to myself that I could do that because I had no idea that I was capable of that. That was a real level up moment for me where I thought, yeah, if I can do that, I can do anything, you know, and um, that for me led into teaching because my first job out of uni was in my uni and um, being a music technician there and it was just beautiful walking into work every day in a huge park and walking into jazz and classical music, it was bliss for eight years, you know, I loved it. Um, Birth my daughter, you know, man, you know, everybody can say the birth of their child and stuff, but I just, to this day, she is just the best present that I've ever had. <laughs> I don't know if that's selfish or not, but she's just amazing. She continue, continues to amaze me. She's so wise and I don't even know where, where it comes from. Like sometimes I'm wise, but she just gets some ancestral wisdom from somewhere and she gives me the best advice. Um, and probably the last one I'd say my first my first ever body paint that I had um basically it was something that I'd always wanted to do and the thing is about me that I like the way I was brought up is never to fit a stereotype I'm always outside of the box always <laughs> whether I like it or not or whether I try or not I've always not fit any current kind of narrative given to black people or to women so um basically I'd seen this kind of body paint thing and I'd always wanted to do it and this is shortly after having my child so my body wasn't in the best of you know, states that it used to be, and I used to, oh, God damn, let's not go down that rope, but yeah, like, I was, I didn't have anything on my body that I hated before my child, like, literally, that my body was, you know, there's always something, a, a, a girl's just like, oh, yeah, if I had better this, or if I was thinner, or if I was that, I loved my body, absolutely loved my body before my child, and then afterwards, it wasn't my body anymore, so I just needed something to empower myself, and that came along, the opportunity came along, and I loved it, I was in a room full of women who were also naked, and also being empowered, and I modelled for a long, long time before that, and that was probably my most difficult job, because I was modelling paint, you can't hide behind paint. You have to just flex it. You have to make it work. And I was so scared, but I made it work. And I just walked out that building covered in silver paint, <laughs> feeling on top of the world, absolutely on top of the world. And I, I will never, ever, ever forget that feeling. So I feel, feel like every time I do a paint, it's like chasing that feeling, but it's kind of getting a fraction of it back and getting a fraction of it back. So I think those are my um, greatest moments and greatest achievements. I know there's loads and loads more and <laughs> clearly we don't have enough time on the on the podcast to go through all of those. But wow, those are my times. Wow, once again, um, can I just say what an amazing guest you are because you've had so much life experience and the way you paint uh, these experiences with such vivid colour um, 
you know, and you can explain it like it just happened yesterday. Um, I love it, but I'm struggling to keep up with everything you're saying because you're saying so many interesting things. Um, so it's evident that you grew up in a household that was very musically orientated. Um, and I can tell you have a passion for music, creativity, um, and the fact that you mentioned about, uh, you know, one of your most memorable experiences is having your daughter. She's like a present um, and that she gives you um, words of wisdom, you know, and they do. I did want to mention, as you were saying that, you know, they've got a saying, and I'm sure you're familiar with it, out of the mouth of babes. Um, and what that means, if you don't have your own interpreter interpretation of it is that the more innocent somebody is, if they say something, you know, uh, off the whim or what have you, it's most likely going to be truth or a message or, you know, something of that that sort. So, um, yeah, maybe you've got one of those indigo children there. You know what I mean? Never, never put it past the younger generation when they say things of wisdom because it's got to come from some source somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Um, and as for the uh, body paint modelling, um, you must have had to be incredibly brave, um, you know, to kind of not feel confident about your body, but still go to the total opposite extreme um, to what anyone would usually do that isn't comfortable with their body. And I think it's such an admirable thing of you because a lot of people, you know, when they're scared of something, they kind of cower away and they think, oh, no, I can't do that. And then you might gradually build up to it, which there's nothing wrong with that because everyone's got their own methods. But the fact that you just threw yourself into it and the amazing results that you received a lot quicker because of doing so, um, I think that's very admirable and inspirational. Um, and to any women listening, you know, that have anything that they want to tackle head on um you know we've all been there when we're worried and we procrastinate about starting something or participating or what have you um but nine times out of ten if you do throw yourself in it you find that it wasn't as scary as you may have thought do you know what i mean and if it is then you still learn something from it so yeah definitely wonderful advice there So, you've told us um, an immense lot about your interesting past and all the experiences, um, all the influences that you've had growing up, your background, um, which has been amazing to listen to. But in the going forward, like in the present day, what are your current inspirations and your current interests? And um, where, do you see, where do you see yourself um, you know, going with the ideas and aspirations that you have. I certainly do have an Indigo child and I'm so, so blessed, so grateful for that. And um, I'm only just finding out about the phenomena and um, I definitely have one of those. Um, as, as I mean, it's been great really talking to you about, you know, what I've been doing and stuff like that. And it really is really affirming to kind of really figure out that I've done so much but you know it's not until you go through an experience like this with somebody who's really supportive and benevolent and you know got such an awesome platform such as the Chincast that you really realize that wow god I've done some really cool stuff and I, I'm not 
a person that's not I can blow my own trumpet and do stuff like that so first of all thank you so so much for having me going forward um there's always been a goal of self-actualization which is basically just getting to that kind of whole nirvana point of my life and um for me uh there was a lecturer I met years ago at uni and he was my favorite lecturer nobody liked him because he just was very incredibly detailed in his lectures everyone used to fall asleep and I just found him so fascinating and he told me something once that absolutely stuck to me and it's called personal convergence and it's basically all the things that you are good at coming together in several or at least one project that that is the culmination of your life's work and those those are the things that you carry on and that's your legacy that you give to the world and that is what I've been trying to do and um, I think probably through the platforms that I I have set up now I'm kind of getting there you know, um, I listened to a meeting tonight and uh, it was full of some amazing CICs that are working in Birmingham and just seeing what they're doing for the youth and trying to influence them for the better and stuff like that. So I'm hoping to kind of build either a school or something, some kind of educational platform to be able to influence the youth and to be able to leave something amazing you know to this world not to say that I'm going anywhere I'm not going anywhere but I'm just saying it's just you know just something where I can all the things that I enjoy I enjoy teaching I enjoy music I enjoy um, inspiring people um, you know on a healing journey I enjoy I enjoy listening to people and hearing people's stories and just trying to figure out how that jobs with my story and I like empathy I think everything if I'm honest absolutely everything I do comes from a place of empathy and it always has and that's got me into so much trouble in my own personal life empathize with entirely the wrong people but um in my professional life it's never ever let me down you know so I just want a, a some kind of thing where I can um exercise my empathy and then later on I want to be able to build it into something where it can just run you know I think you know you hear all over YouTube this whole trading time for money and you know what I want to get to the point where I don't I the the time I trade is the time that I absolutely absolutely love that thing that I'm trading my time for so it's it's not even about the money at that point it's just about me doing something that I, you know, I'm so inspired by. So um, right now I'm learning how to trade. So <laughs> so um, I'm learning uh, a new skill so that I'm able to maximise the time that I spend working and I have other time that I can spend with my daughter or for fun or for other things of, you know, just getting out there once lockdown is up and just meeting new people and, and all of that stuff. So it's not all about work because I have a tendency of saying yes and all of my yeses catch up with me. And then when I look, every single minute of every single day is booked doing some kind of work or study or something. 
And I really don't want to keep doing that. I want to get to the point where I, I'm disciplined with my time and the time that I do spend is good time be it with myself, my daughter, my family, my friends, working, whatever that is, you know, I just want to get to that point. So um, going forward, I think I'm just going to be exploring more opportunities to um, diversify my my uh, revenue stream so that I'm able to get to the freedom part of my life. You know, where, you know, you can you can pick. Well, I, I am at the point where I can pick my own hours. I am I, I am very fortunate in that way. But um, getting to the point where I can just be like, yeah, I'm dedicating myself to these things that I feel so, so strongly about. But um, really, it's just it's just getting to the passions, making money from my passions or making money from other things that can can help me and and create generational wealth basically something that I can pass down to my daughter somewhat something that I can pass on to my community because I really 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 think that we have this whole I think it comes from slavery we we are taught to work hard man hard 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 whatever it is you know yes work hard but don't work so you're broke your body is broke, your mind is broke. By the time you get round to your time, which is your pension time, which is your time, your retirement time, the time to enjoy your grandkids or great-grandkids, you're just so broken by the years of work, back-breaking work that we put ourselves through to feed our families and to, to you know, just to further ourselves and get what society says we should get. Not that there's anything wrong with getting those things, but just what we put ourselves through to do that, you know. I just think there's a smarter way and nobody ever shows us the smarter way, you know. And you know what? The smarter way always comes and it looks like a scam. And some of them are, to be fair, some of them are. But sometimes, you know what? You miss 100% of the chances you don't take. And certain times, we, as, as a people, as black people, we need to learn to invest in ourselves and not invest in drip. Do you know what I mean? Invest in ourselves first. Yeah? Invest in learning a trade that, that can provide an income that we can make when we're chilling, when we're playing with the kids, when we're out, when we're on holiday, when we're doing... Do you know what I mean? Money should be working for us. And we, we are so good at working for money, but we're not good at making money work for us. And that's something at my age now... I'm 41, that I'm learning, and I wish I knew. I wish I knew at 20. Do you know what I mean? The way I'm looking at things, I'm making sure that by the time my daughter gets to 20, she's got a portfolio of stocks. She's got a brokerage account set up with money in it. She's got an ISA that's that's matured. She's got several income streams before she even thinks about what she wants to do as a career, you know? So... That's how I'm setting up. And each one, teach one, really. Everyone should look around and say, OK, that's what you're doing for your kids. OK, I'm going to do that. Oh, you're learning to trade? Yeah, sh- sh- show me. Where did you get that from? Where did you learn that? What 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 platform are you using? Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's another thing in our community that's really lacking. We don't, 
well, actually, the tide is turning a lot, what I'm seeing on Instagram and stuff like that, but there's too much red eye, there's too much, you know, I'll just tell you this little piece here and then I'll, I'll, you know, whatever, it's still the whole partner thing, run away with the partner, do you know what I mean, it's people still got that mentality and it time, it's time to dash that now, because at the end of the day, we see how racism was on the rise, and they're not looking to help us, they're really not, not you know, why are we still... Um, why are we still like shocked that the people are going around in blackface and people are, um, you know, the guy who shot all of the Asian women, oh, he had a bad day. Why are we shocked? Why are we shocked? Why do we continue to be shocked? This is the world and this has been the world. Do you know what I mean? So it's time we start looking out for ourselves and elevating ourselves and looking right and left to our brothers and sisters. And once we've got something that can elevate us, we can pass it on. Do you know what I mean? Obviously to the people that are worthy of it, because, you know, as you know, there are some unscrupulous people out there that will teeth things from under you. But, you know, once you make your your um, your connections and you make your network, you know, that you can trust, then everybody should be sharing. It should be should be like a buffet out here. Do you know what I mean? Everyone should be should be, walk, you know, should be should be going up. And, and, you know, showing that and the next person how to go up as well. Every other community is the same. People will stay, go in, take out a house and move into, move in eight, nine, ten of their relatives and then and then each of them save up for their house and for their house and for their house and for their house. It's like we've lost that. We've lost it with bad mind and drip and this and that and just being known as the, the culture that, is we 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 have commodities as in in Africa and we spend we 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 get commodities some of them that we don't even really use we have like old jackets that we spent like five grand on in the in in the cupboard and it's like you wear it twice to two rays and then what you know what kind of investment is that where why are we why are we treating ourselves so te- so so badly do you know what I mean? We're worth so much more than that. We're worth more than that. Do you know what I mean? Especially what we've been through as a race, we've, we're worth so much more than that. So let's start to treating ourselves like kings and queens. Because kings and queens didn't just buy a little drip on whatever. They was investing in themselves so that their their sons and daughters are princes and princesses and heir to thrones. That's how we need to move out here. And that's how really... Ultimately, that is what I see as my future, empowering my culture and empowering people in my network and people that I care about and people that want to step forward and who have a clean heart and who want to do something with themselves. Do you know what I mean? Now, I know that's been like a really long answer, but it is ultimately what I want. And I feel like I can do that through through my Buddhist practice that is kind of what I chant for so you know I'm I'm <laughs> I'm no saint you know I've, I've you know as they say every saint's had a past and every sin has got a future and the way I see it is I, I'm no better than anyone else you know I'm on the path like anyone else I've made mistakes I've messed up but what matters is that what am I putting out there for the future how am I looking to change my karma and move forward and make it better for not just me, but for everybody else that I encounter. 
And that's basically what I'm trying to do going forward. Well, I think you should blow your own trumpet because, you know, you've obviously done some amazing things. And, you know, they always say that children are a testimony to their upbringing and their parents. So the fact that you have such a spiritual, loving, um, articulate daughter, as you've described, you know, that is only a reflection of what you've instilled within her. Do you get what I mean? So if you're not comfortable with, um, you know, blowing your own trumpet, I will do that on your behalf, toot toot. And also um, your daughter, you know, she will be a, a living testimony to that without you even having to speak. If that's, you know, how you kind of feel about it. So, you know, hats off to you for that. I totally agree with so many good points that you made there. Um, in particular, you know, buying things that we don't really need. Um, and, you know, they usually go to waste anyway, whether that be clothing, whether that be even like, you know... Um, something as simple as then uh paper plates do you know what i mean or uh just anything at all like there are people that live in nomadic uh, existences and you know they don't need half of the stuff that we need excuse me so that just shows that you know we live in excess um and i'll make you right where you say you know people we know how to work for money but we don't know how to make money work for us um now i could go really deep on this subject because i'm somebody that you know i'm not a socialist a capitalist all them ists whatever i don't like to come under those titles but i do like to observe observe sorry um you know all of the aspects in the economical front sort of thing and study like the history of it and what I've come to know that you know money in its own sense is like its own kind of chess game its own kind of board game um that was obviously created by you know a small group of human beings and um you know now money kind of runs the world um but realistically obviously we need it don't get me wrong everybody needs money to survive because that is the current paradigm that we're under um but, you know, going outside of that box, um, I also try and think of ways, how can we prosper without being under the systematic, um, you know, imprisonment? And I don't mean to use such a harsh, harsh word, but I just mean metaphysically speaking, because anything that imprisons you is something that keeps you within, within constraints that you could kind of never break out of, or it's extremely hard to break out of. Um you know, how can, we, how can we get out of the constraints of the financial system? Um, because, you know, money at the end of the day is just like a token. It's a piece of paper and you exchange it for a physical asset. Um, really, the, the value is in the asset. Um, but how we're led to believe is the value is in the money, um, which is false. Um, and I think, you know, that doesn't help kind of with the mindset that everybody has towards you know, just economics in general. Um, and I just feel that, you know, in schools even, they need to be... Remember, you and I was having this conversation personally a uh, few, few days or weeks ago that they need to teach things like agriculture, 
you know, economics, like just everything, everything how to survive, even down to, you know, bushcraft is important, you know, because if we take away all these material things today, like literally every single thing, what do we have left? How would we survive in that environment? Because that is really the reality of the planet that we live on. Uh, and none of us are living in reality. We're living like in an augmented, you know, reality that's been built up around us. And we kind of just, you know, blossom into it and, and crack on. Um, where, you know, I feel that that's all good. Uh, luckily, as human beings, we're all very adaptable. But it's also important to stay in touch with, you know, our natural essence. Um, so I love all the points you made there. But I just feel like in addition... We need an all-inclusive package to really kind of get to the core of, uh, you know, the issues that we face in society and in particular urban culture. Uh, as we know, you know, it's been it's been designed that way due to occurrences, you know, making a domino effect up until this present day. Uh, but it's not something that can't be undone as long as we, you know, we are keeping our eyes wide enough to see the whole picture and include solutions based on the bigger picture. So, you know, you seem quite like quite a wise lady. Um, is there any like, you know, life advice, any philosophies that you stick by? Um, and also what I like to ask all my guests is what would you tell your younger self? Um, because I feel, you know, the younger listen listeners are the most important um, because they're the ones that are going to be the next generation. Um, and, you know, passing the baton of, of light, of, you know, knowledge, so to speak, um, you know, it's more valuable than silver or gold. Um, so, yeah, fire away. I definitely do agree with a lot of the things that you're saying there. But I feel like when it comes to money, it's energy. It's having that energy about you that you are able to transcend certain things because you have that lack of lack mindset kind of thing I feel like we've all been brought up with parents that not had enough money and been you know had to run out and do all these mad jobs and crazy hours and stuff like that and they've not had the freedom with us to bring us up so then they've not had the time just to see us and and certain things have happened to us like a lot of people not I mean not to the extent I've not had it to the extent of, of people that I've met but a lot of people have experienced neglect or have it you know been around the wrong people you know because their mum wasn't there or their dad wasn't there or whatever and I just feel like that's the bit that's the generational curse we need to get out of. We need to get out of this whole mindset of black people need to be poor and living in the ghetto somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Because we don't. Like, I've never, well, I was never brought up in a ghetto. I chose to live in one. I've lived in several. I've <laughs> lived on several estates, but I chose to live there. Do you know what I mean? But I was never brought up. Like, my parents never brought... Not say that we, we had a silver spoon or anything, but we always lived in the suburbs of everywhere. So we were never in the epicentre of all the madness. Obviously, as soon as I got old enough, I went towards the madness. I threw myself into the madness to see what it was all about. Do you know what I mean? And then I moved out of it. So 
at the end of the day, I feel like we need to change this narrative where we need to struggle. Black people have a struggle. We need to carry on struggling. We need to transcend the struggle. And the way to transcend the struggle is to look right and left and see what other cultures are doing and free ourselves, you know? The mental slavery, as as, um, Bob Marley said, but financial slavery. We're slaves to jobs. We're slaves to getting up, going out to work and being under someone else. People nowadays, yes... I'm starting to see the revolution of people getting up and having their own business. Kids, like, going into apprenticeships, that are going into a trade that so that they're going self-employed. You know, I'm starting to see this whole entre- entrepreneurship from us. And it's so, so good to see. So good to see. Like, when my daughter says, oh, mummy, I want to be this, I want to be that. I'll say, yeah, you can be that, but have your own business being that. Have your own company doing that. Because at the end of the day, I know the stress it is being in a certain industry whereby immediately, you know, in that kind of job, people look down on you and blah, blah. You have to fight to even get what, you know, what what you're due to get because of the of the of the how clever you are or how adept you are at that job and stuff like that you you have to you know I remember my mum always saying and you know what I say it to my daughter which I don't know it's wrong or right or whatever but I always say as soon as you step out that door you need to fight twice as hard for what you want do you know what I mean it's not going to get given to you you need to take take nose and put and and lay them on the ground and step on them to where you get where, where you need to get to do you know what I mean and I, my mum told me that, my nan told my mum, I'm telling my daughter, do you know what I mean? We have to put on a suit of armour before we leave the house, do you know what I mean? How good would it be to not have to do that? How good, how how cathartic would it be to not have to suit up to leave the house to go and survive in the real world? Do you know what I mean? What if we just made our own way forward? And we didn't have to put be like that. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, there's racism and blah, blah, blah. We're never really, truly going to be treated equal. But I feel like you've got to do something. You've got to do something to free yourself. You can't just keep slaving away in that system and think, yeah, at some point someone's going to recognise me. Nah, they'll recognise you because it's an um, equality and diversity agenda. That's why they will recognise you. Oh, yeah, we just need somebody uh, brown. Yeah, and that'll do. Do you know what I mean? It'll be your turn. Look, we're not tokens out here. We are a proud culture of people and we need to start acting as such. We need to start conducting ourselves as such. So, yes, obviously, with the metaphysical sense of money and it being, you know, a token and you're swapping something for something, but you know what? You've just got to look at it well. You don't have to look at it that way, but as w- the way I look at it is being free of struggle, free of a narrative. And I feel like when, especially as I've always ended up living in predominantly white areas, I think you have to, you can't be the token, you've got to be the example. Yeah, because they meet so little, like real, real good black people, 
that you've got to be the example. It's like, oh, yeah, Tony down the road, yeah, it's all right, yeah. One of them ones. You've got to be that because what they're fed on the TV is that we're all bad, we're all lazy, we're all stabbing each other and drug addicts and and, and flashing batty all over the telly, do you know what I mean? You've got to be something else. You've got to be divergent, you know? And that's kind of how I live my life, certainly. What would I tell my younger self? Well, I would tell me to love me straight away. I'm different and to embrace it. I would tell me to start trading straight away. I would tell me to use my intellect and not shine shine it, like not hide it under a bushel, actually let it shine, harness the light that I'm shining on people. I would tell me to look at my friends closely and see if their words match their actions. I would tell me to stop starting businesses with people who are irresponsible with money. I would tell me to seek out more people who are like me, who have the same ambition as me. I would tell me to travel. I would tell me to leave the country when I plan to and stay wherever that is and be dual citizenship. Yeah? I would definitely tell me at the point at which I first heard Namya Harengekyo from one of my best people who I'm still, I still chant with literally to this day. (laughs) This morning, I'm going to chant with her again in a minute. I would say to me, heed that call and start chanting from that minute. Yeah, because if I knew how powerful this practice was, man... My life would be different, but you know what? I can't, I can't, uh, I can't regret my life. I can't regret the pain that I've been through to get to now because I've got beautiful, beautiful memories and I have a beautiful daughter and, you know, things are just getting better and better and better for me. So, and I'm, I'm bossing up so that I can share that with the world. I can share that with people. I can look and say, oh, so you're going through what I went through a couple of years ago. Come do this. Obviously, it's up to people if they want to follow me or whatever, how I think about things or what I'm doing as a business or what I'm, you know, chanting and stuff like that. It's up to people to follow. People have got, God gave people free will in it. So, do you know what I mean? You can lead people. But the thing is, I spent so much of my life leading people. Do you know what I mean? Or being led by the wrong people so I would definitely start listening to my intuition definitely normalize and practice listening to my intuition from early doors seriously I would step up I would be counted I would all those times where I stepped back from the shine and I allowed someone else to go forward I would literally be a ghost behind me, like, <laughs> like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'd be pushing myself. I'd be tripping up into that sunlight, into that video, like whatever it was. I would be, I would hurl myself into it because so many times, so many times I can look back when I step back so that somebody else could go forward and they 
went and they excelled. And I always thought, you know what, if I just had the courage, you know what, have the rotted courage, just go, go and see, mess up, come back. If it didn't work, it didn't work next. You know, I've always been so scared of failure, scared of people looking at me going, no, look, well, look what she tried to do, no, I never work. Nah, chapter two, I'm in chapter, I'm in season two of my life. We're fully funded. We're on Sky Atlantic now. Multi-million pound episodes. That's what we're depan. Yeah, that's where I'm at in my life now. I'm not stepping back for no one. Do you know what I mean? So what I didn't learn, what I didn't give to myself, my earlier self, I'm giving to me now. I'm giving to me the love. I'm going to give to me the kindness. I'm going to stop putting me through madness to prove to other people that I'm strong. Who? Prove to who? Listen, I I need to step forward and do this for myself. And I feel like even earlier when I said I can't, not really good at blowing my own trumpet. I'm not. I really, as a person, I'm not. I'm not good at blowing my own trumpet. I'm not good at being selfish. I'm not good at focusing on myself. I'm not good at it. But I'm going to get damn good at it. <laughs> Trust me, that's, the, that's my goal. Like, I'm going to get good at focusing on myself and elevating myself and not seeing it as being... Not obviously being selfish, selfish. Oh, well, I'm going to, you know, keep everything to myself. No, being put in myself first. I never did it. And that is definitely something that I would tell my younger self. Put yourself first. If you want to do it, go do it. Don't wait because your friend not coming and this one's not coming and this one can't reach. No, go ahead and do it because every time you have done that, it's been a success. It's been a level up moment for you. So I would make sure I put myself first a lot more, you know. But yeah, uh, as I say, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty and stuff. And, you know, now I wear glasses. I don't know what you make of that. But <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of things that I'm doing right now and I'm looking into right now and I'm excited man I really am I think you make you made some amazing points there sis honestly highly motivational um you know I don't think there's a thing that you miss there what what I would consider as sound advice for you know any young person growing up and entering the world and you know wanting sort of like a ground map to follow kind of thing um, so I love every single point that you made there. You know, you hit up um, expansion intellectually in terms of traveling, uh, learning. You spoke of, you know, leveling up financially. You pretty much hit up every area. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes we use the wrong terminology. The word selfish, you know, it's got so many connotations. Um, but only you as the individual can know if you're being selfish or not people are always going to perceive you um you know as they wish if you don't fit their reality um and then however they react towards that so be it you can't control that either um but you do need to have a level of um you know self-serve self-servedness in order to get yourself to a certain place because unfortunately we don't live in a world where everyone wants to do teamwork 
um, you know, upon automation. That's something that is earned upon respect, value, uh, you know, um, if your principles match up, if your goals match up, if you can even get on on an interpersonal level, you know, there's so many factors why us human beings and socially, we've been socially engineered to, you know, do every man for ourselves. So in that dynamic, you have to fall into that that caricature because if you don't, automatically it sets you up to get uh, taken advantage of. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that does show that you have good leadership skills because most leaders, they don't try and push themselves to the front. Um, you know, they're happy to take criticism. They're happy to let everyone else sort of, you know, go go in front in the queue. Um, but there does come a time where, you know, you need to kind of put your foot down and say, right, I need to make my mark now. I need to make my stand. Um, and un- unapologetically at that. Um, so, yeah, I think you just said a wonderfully motivational speech there. So do you have any upcoming projects on the horizon that you would like to share with any of the listeners uh, just so they know what to um, expect from yourself? Yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, I do. I've got two new companies that I am spearheading at the moment. Uh, One is a online travel agency and I've literally just taken that on and I am so looking forward to being part of that. Um, I'll be delivering the training to become a travel agent myself, um, helping people become travel agents and being a travel agent myself. So I am looking at some amazing places I wish to travel to as soon as the restrictions are lifted. And I know there's tons of people out there that really want to travel too. So if anybody's interested in becoming an online travel agent, obviously they can uh, get at me at Slay Mentality. Um, I also, again, like I've said earlier, I've just started trading Forex, HFX, um, which is high frequency trading. And that is doing absolute wonders out here. I'm doing it every every lunchtime and I'm scared doing it. I'm actually scared pressing the button, but it's the only two buttons I press and they tell me when to press it. And I'm still like, oh, my God. But it's amazing. It's so exhilarating. And I'm telling you, I wish I knew about this years ago, man. I'm telling you, I'd be in a different, different scenario now. But give thanks because nothing don't come before time my grandmother used to say so I'm a hundred a hundred percent grateful for these things coming together for me right now and of of course there are things that, that I want to share but I had a chat with my mum over the weekend and she just said you know what sometimes you have to build your house before you invite people in so that is really what I'm on I'm showing people what I'm on on my my journey but I'm really just working on me and working on really kind of building a foundation of who I am really and uh, I think what I'd like to do eventually is put together um, like a, a foundation for financial literacy for our you know for our people so I'm kind of gathering together all of these different strategies so and getting, you know, really, really good at them and knowing them inside out so that I can pass them on to our community, you know, because if we just, as I said earlier, if we could think differently, if we can let go of the ways that don't serve us and actually take from what where the world's actually going 
and evolve into that instead of beating ourselves up trying to work a night and to buy them fit 55 hours in 24 hours and you know just ending up grumpy and you know not good for anybody do you know what I mean that's the life that I'm trying to head towards so I'm exploring it myself I'm going out there I'm going to be a pioneer I'm going to go try it out and then I'll come back and get my people thanks yeah so yeah that's definitely um what I'm working on at the moment um gonna carry on teaching gonna carry on being a music mentor those things that I don't think will ever leave me because they are my passions in my life and um yeah man I want a couple more conversations with you too (laughs) Yeah, that is amazing, sis. And, um, you know, like the travelling agency that you speak of, is it by any chance called IntelliTravel? Because I remember quite a few months back, somebody put me in touch with a guy called Ricardo from IntelliTravel. And um, it was a base, it was basically a group of, um, you know, people like you and me that got together and created this travel agency. Um, and just due to certain links that they have, um, they're getting really, really good prices on flights, um, hotel rooms, so on and so forth. Um, so that would be ironic if it's actually the same people. It shows how much of a small world it is. And um, as for advice from Granny, yes, advice from the wise is always the best advice. It's timeless. You know, um, I've never, I've never received an, any piece of advice from a Granny that hasn't been valuable in some shape or form. And, you know, um, I believe what you just said there wholeheartedly because, you know, it will be nice to think that you can kind of have people along the way on your journey. Um, But due to, you know, different people's temperament, people having different visions and just being an individual in general, it doesn't always work like that. So sometimes if you establish yourself first, you know, you, you're already a solid foundation, so no matter what happens, you're unshakable. Do you get what I mean? So I like that. Um, also, do you have any philosophies or life advice that you would like to share uh, with everybody? Or even even if, if it's not a particular, um, you know, quote of a philosophy, do you have any particular, um, you know, icons or, you know, any, any inspirational folk? that you like to sort of take on their their way of life, their perception of life? Yeah, um, I think my main and most recent philosophy is just to always create value. Do you know what I mean? I think I've always done that through my life, but I never was able to put a finger on it. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the interview, I, I'm a Buddhist, so I chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And um, it's the mantra of the Sokai Gakai, Sokai Gakai International um, denomination of Buddhism. And their main motto is to create value, value creation society. And I knew when I found that, I knew that I'd found home. So my whole thing is to create value, not for myself, not just for myself, I should say, but for others as well. And to always add, you know, add to something and evolve into something that's amazing that can, I don't know, light the way for others. 
you know? So I feel like the thing that I want to share with people is that just try, just try even the smallest thing that you do could give hope to someone else. You know, the smallest victory that you had could show somebody else that it's possible. And that's what kind of I hope to do with Slay Mentality, my page. I kind of just put things up there that are inspiring to me and that mean something to me or a realisation I've come to, a light bulb moment, as it were. Um, and And I share it, hoping that somebody else can look and be inspired by the small things that I'm trying to do every day. Do you know what I mean? Um, Again, as I mentioned earlier, I do suffer from depression. So these are the times where I put all of these things together so that when I'm in that state, I'm motivated. I'm like, wow, look what I did. Because again, you know, finding it hard to blow your own trumpet, but learning is again another thing you know and realizing seeing the little tiny victories on the way it just allows you to really appreciate and really be thankful and really you know revere honor your own life who does that who honors their own life we honor the lives of people who've died do you know what I mean how mad is that We need to learn to honour our lives. And that's another thing, coming back to the Buddhism. So one of the first things, one of the ladies that I met through Buddhism ever told me to chant for, chant to cherish my existence, cherish my life. I'd I'd never heard of that before. And I, I grew up in the church. Do you know what I mean? Chant to cherish my life. Do you know what I mean? And I did that. And so many amazing things came forth from that. And it's something that I always go back to. So no matter how you, whatever your belief is, I would say pray to cherish your existence, cherish your life, honour yourself. Put yourself up there so that you are able to motivate yourself, then motivate others and create value. I think that was beautifully put and beautifully said. Um, Me personally, I really like the Buddhist way of life. I think they've got some really, um, you know, important um, guidelines to follow to help you throughout life. Um, And I like the point that you made there about, you know, valuing your life because unfortunately in Western society, we're taught that, you know, the more that we celebrate ourselves the more that we recognise our own abilities or what have you, um, we're taught that that's a bad thing, you know, um, one shouldn't be a big head, one shouldn't blow their own trumpet, but I think there's a fine line between, you know, being egotistical and being realistic with what you do bring to the table, you know, Um, and I find the greatest minds, they always seem to have the biggest doubts about themselves. Which is a shame, really, because, you know, we have so much to offer. Um, But I think it's beautiful that, you know, you're still finding the strength to, um, you know, push past all of these uh, self-limiting, you know, patterns of thinking and so on and so forth that we all have in varying degrees. Um, And still want to, you know, share your light 
with the world. I think that's very inspirational um, and very powerful. Um, so lastly, we're going to round it up now. Um, would you like to give any shout outs to anybody um, or promote anything and also drop your socials one last time just so everybody can take note and they know where to find you? Yeah, I would like to shout out um, a lady that I do my podcast with uh, called Seeking Spiritual Satisfaction. That's her name on Insta. Go and follow her journey because she's one of the strongest people that I know and she's absolutely amazing. Um, I'd also like to shout out one of my students. I am Pink Ink, spelled I am P-I-N-Q-I-N-K. She is doing amazing things right now. She just managed to get featured on Millions, the rapper's page for his um, How Many Times Challenge. And she is one to watch, man. Serious thing. Like, you you want to see what's going on with this girl. She's going to be big. And I'm so, so, so proud of her. Um, yeah, my socials are Slay Mentality, S-L-A-Y-M-E-N-T-A-L. I T Y. <laughs> I had to think about that then. Um, go and follow me up on Insta. Um, go and check the link in the in the bio, and then you've got access to our pod as well. We've got two um, two episodes up there, and we're looking to record a third very soon. And would like to formally invite you, uh, Chincast, to come onto our pod and deliver your light bulb moments because I believe as such a wise person as you are you will have many that you can share so I'm looking forward to hearing those um the last page I want to big up as well is a page I've literally just set up on insta called evolve and empower and uh, it's uh, evolve underscore the letter m power okay i know it's only got a few subscribers on there but if you like what you've been listening to please go over there and um, like the page and just check out the opportunities on that page these are the things that i'm coming across and i have personally tried myself and um, i'm just putting them up there for people to explore for themselves and and um, evolve and empower for themselves really so it's the it's the beginning of the foundation that I was talking about so uh, small acorns and all but yeah um, I'd very very much love to thank you for having me and this has been such an eye-opening experience being able to talk a lot of things out loud that I'm just doing <laughs> you know and um, be in such excellent company you know, so uh, thank you so, so much for having me. And uh, if you like what you hear, come and check us out. So there you have it. You heard it from the lady herself. Go and follow all of those socials. They sound very promising. Um, it's been amazing having you on as well. That was a bit of a mouthful, wasn't it? Spelling out slave mentality. I w as I was listening, I was like, oh, is she going to get the why? And you did. So well done for that. Um, and yes, I, it would be an absolute honour for me to be on the opposite, you know, receiving end on the other end of the stick and being interviewed by yourself. That would be an absolute pleasure. Um, it's been lovely having you on. You're welcome to come on again. And um, thank you. Thank you for giving us your time and all your, you know, your wonderful backstory 
and all these wonderful socials that you're all about to follow, aren't you? <laughs> but yes, thank you all my guests for tuning into the Chuncast. And thank you once again, Slay Mentality, for coming on. We will see you once again on the Chuncast. Bye for now. <laughs>